The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Now your host, Terry Parker. Thank you and welcome to episode number 170 as this week we delve into the world of the more eclectic side of East Coast music. Anna Solsees is our featured artist with her brand new album. When recording artists decide to throw caution to the wind and just express themselves in their own way, that's the true meaning of independent artistry. It opens a window to the immense talent these artists have, and the end product is some very compelling and evocative sounds and songs. Stick around to find out what inspires Anna and these remarkable works of art. And getting us underway this week is the first emphasis track off that album. This is What's Left of Me on Atlantic Access.
On Atlantic Access, we're speaking with Anna Solsees, and her new album is sounding in the background here, Rings of Saturn. Well, we just heard What's Left of Me, the first emphasis track. We just heard Another Time. So, uh, Anna, congratulations on this magnificent piece of work. It's so different from anything I've heard this year yet. Oh, thank you very much. I'm really proud of it. You must have a diverse record collection, I'm thinking, with a lot of musical influences that kind of go into uh, what you present. Absolutely. I actually... I did some research on this, and I figured it goes all the way back to a sister, Rosetta Tharp, and covers everybody from, you know, Clapton and Hendrix and all these other obscure artists, too, that I kind of discovered along the way. Yeah. Where was the, the beginning of this? Like, who turned you on to, to music? I started guitar in grade seven, and I just had some great friends with a great, diverse taste in music, and I just started playing what they had, and... Um, basically for me, music was just something, if I liked it, I knew I liked it. It didn't matter what genre it was. And from that, you not only perform and write and record, but you, you're so much more than that. You're like a multimedia artist. You have so many different disciplines, including pottery, uh, pottery, <laughs> poetry. <laughs> pottery sounds interesting. I, I would, I would like to try that next, actually. I'll put that in the bucket list. I'll make a pottery bucket. There you go. Well, there, and, and, but you know what? Uh, pottery is really a visual, it's kind of like a visual presentation of poetry, is it not? It's it is, right? I'm sure they're, they're very much related. And honestly, I do painting on the side as well. But back to poetry, that's kind of been what's... That was my interest even before music. And with what I grew up with, music became an outlet without the words. And then to have the words combined with it, they, they really just kind of um, went together naturally for me. Interesting. So was there a specific uh, writer of poetry that kind of turned you on to that, or was it the um, the art form in general? Uh, having, having grown up really as an 80s kid, I mean, the, the influences were everywhere, uh, from TV to you know, all the great poets, uh, Yeats and whatnot. Uh, I really enjoyed romantic poetry at the time, but uh, just, you know, just so interested in reading and learning and like being a wordsmith where a simple sentence can describe so much or even multiple things at the same time. That's always been fascinating to me. Where did the merger come into play? Uh, when did you decide that these two, these two disciplines could cohabitate in your world? Yeah, I was, music kind of went back a long ways, uh, but it was always kind of playing other people's music. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I hosted open night jams, I did cover bands, but once the pandemic started and I lost my job and my place and everything, um, music was really my only outlet and the only way I was able to play music was recording it and playing back with myself. So all of a sudden I ended up with all of this recorded music and then it's like, oh no, I got to learn how to sing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I then started applying the word and the singing and just really fortunate because I think I've been able to use music to understand how I'm feeling and then add the words as another layer onto it as well to really go deeper into uh, understanding what I'm going through, and fortunately not that it turned out okay that I can share it as well. Bit of a dreamscape in listening to the album, and uh, our next song here that we're going to feature, Slow and Again. That was that was one of the first things I really recorded. Um, <clears throat> it was a difficult time. It was June 2020. 
I realized that I need to do something. I'm moving forward. I decided it's going to be music. I go through a huge life change at this point. And it was almost, I don't know, I used to see um, shows back in the 70s where people would do these automatic writings and almost go into a hypnosis state and they just start, you know, scribbling stuff. And words. That's kind of what the song was like for me. Uh, slow and again, and it's from Anna Solsis and her brand new album, Rings of Saturn, and here it is now on Atlantic Access.
Access. It's the album Rings of Saturn this week, and we're speaking with Anna Solsis. Uh, just heard the song Sun Sky uh, from the album, and I was also kind of channeling the album Event Horizon from about a year ago. It dawned on me that this is a natural progression in a sense, although Event Horizon seemed to be more of a concept album. Absolutely, and the, the funny thing is that I recorded all the music, plus another 20 songs for Rings of Saturn, I then stopped that project, moved into uh, learning how to sing, writing brand new songs, which ended up being Event Horizon. And then when that was completed, uh, and then the instrumental after that as well, Eclipse, I came back to Rings of Saturn and completed these, or I'm halfway through completing them, I guess. Uh Uh, But Event Horizon was really me trying to push the limits in a new direction that I think really opened it up or me having the, the confidence to move forward with these new songs in this direction as well. Yeah, it's really cool. It's almost like two chapters of the same story. So yeah, but you're also proficient in the studio, right? Like well, these works are self-produced. You're much more than just the writer-performer. Absolutely. I I get an idea to start moving forward with the song. I record the instruments, all the instruments, the bass, guitar, the drums, the different layers of guitar, add the vocals, write the words, complete it. I do the mixing and then... It goes to distributor, and then I work on the artwork for it as well. You do? So, uh, everything is, I'm a, I'm a one-person team. Wow. Well, I guess it saves on the budget. <laughs> I have no budget. <laughs> <laughs> these tunes and these albums are available uh, all over the place on uh, on streaming sites, of course. Absolutely. Uh, from TikTok to the iTunes Mix Store, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, Spotify, my website, YouTube. Um, I was really lucky with my distributor and that they were able to release it to every network, pretty much. Do you detect a sense of urgency when you have like an inspiration and you have to kind of manifest it somehow? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think I've had some great ideas that I was lucky to capture and some that escape, but they always tend to come back in another form or another. When I do get really strong inspiration, I do try to move towards uh, getting the ideas down, absolutely. Yeah. Because when, when, when they're fresh and you're in that emotion and you've got the, it's, it's always better. Uh, there must be a lot of time put into these, uh, uh, these tunes and these projects. There is, yes. Uh, Rings of Saturn alone for the last four months, every few moment. Uh, so I'll be working nine hour days, coming home for another six hours, working in the studio, go to sleep for a couple hours and just rinse and repeat. That was my life. And you give up so much and sacrifice so much to get through this, but at the end, it's, it's all worth it because these really get to express and other people enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity. 
Yeah, well, we're grateful for the opportunity to have this chat with you, uh, Anna, and uh, all the best uh, with the future of, of this project and, and no doubt future projects. Uh, the, the rate that you put things together, I wouldn't be surprised if you're halfway through the next album already. <laughs> <laughs> well, the music is recorded. I just need vocals. But, uh, we're going to continue. We're playing a couple of tunes here. The next one is going to be called Less Together. Uh, and then um, Dreams Surface. Two groups of two songs that have kind of transitioned. This time now in another time, as well as Dreams Beneath and Dreams Surface. At the core, they're both the same individual song, but done on different ends of the spectrum, the emotion of, uh, of the music I was trying to emote through it. I love it. It's, I'm so proud of it. And on that note, um, thanks a lot again for your time and all the best to you. Awesome. Thank you very much. From the album... Rings of Saturn, this is Anna Solsis and Less Together on Atlantic Access.
The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. And our thanks once again to Anna Soul Seas. The album now available everywhere online. And be sure to check out other titles under the Anna Soul Seas umbrella as well. Our bonus tracks this week also speak to the eccentric side of East Coast music, largely regarded as some of the most creative works going on anywhere in the world these days. Listen for the reggae-infused sounds of Andrew Branch and the Halfway Tree with their latest. It's called Dub the Weather. And before that, we'll have a little bit of improv jazz. We're talking very smooth sounds with Ali Fiola and the next quest. This is Intuition on Atlantic Access. Thank you. 
show each week follow the atlantic access podcast with terry parker and like our facebook page facebook.com backslash atlantic access access always spelled with an x